take a little time A little time to think things over I better read between the lines In case I need it when I'm older
Uh, this is Ink Studs on CITR 101.9 FM. Uh, I'm sitting here with Jason Turner and Minnie Boatma. And we're talking about True Love's book two. Um, the follow-up to... I guess it came out two years ago. Three? Three. 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 Sadly. Is it three years ago? Mm-hmm. It's already three years, yeah. Wow. The... Uh, both these uh, lovely people, this lovely couple, I should say, <laughs> this team, joined me uh, on the radio to chat about the, that book when it came out. And once again, they're back again. I said again too many times. <laughs> um, and so, uh, True Love's book, too. It's one of those uh, quintessential Vancouver books, I guess, is the, the good phrasing to yeah, put it. Yeah, we like to think of it as an important Vancouver book. <laughs> Well, it's one of the few actual Vancouver books where it's like you're reading a Vancouver book. You're like the only other person that really made an attempt to do a Vancouver book was S- Steve Rolston with a couple of his books pounded in uh, One Bad Day. Is it One Bad Day? Steve will probably beat me on fire. <laughs> wrong. Um, but, I mean, you know, Vancouver, as much as it's every movie, it's not every comic book. So True. You don't get a lot of comics with... Vancouver pretending to be somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I love to read that. Like, Seattle. And it's the, you know, Stanley Park. <laughs> yeah. So, is uh, Vancouver making a good home for our characters? I think so. Um, yeah, they have some... They're moving in together is where we start off with the second book. And so, uh, True is is having to adjust to living in a new neighborhood. Uh, uh, filthy hippies. <laughs> yeah, living on commercial <laughs> drive with the filthy hippies. That's right. Well, why don't you tell me a bit about the book? Because I'm sure a lot of people listening ha- didn't listen to the same interview three years ago. Right. So let's tell me about True Loves and where it came from. One of you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, where it originally started was that I... Well, it was a couple of things. It was a long, long time ago I had thought as a revenue stream, perhaps I could write Harlequin romance novels. And, uh... Now, is Jason very romantic? Extremely. (laughs) Very. (laughs) And, uh, since I had never read one, I... I got one out from the library and read it and was kind of shocked by like how I just couldn't relate to it at all. Like It just wasn't working for me at all. And so that was sort of in my head from, from I don't know, 10 years ago or more. And then when I was, uh, I was trying to come up with an idea for something that could be like a weekly comic strip to propose to... Uh, like local weekly papers, like the West Ender was what, what I had originally envisioned it in, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought it would be good to have something that was very Vancouver specific to to go in it, and uh, yeah, it was just one one afternoon walking along with Menin, and I was like, "You want to help me come up with <laughs> characters and so on for this for this comic." And yeah, so we did. Thus came True Love. Sat down, had a couple of beers, and uh, <laughs> there was True Love. 
Which, which seems appropriate for the comic. There seems to be two uh, occurring themes, beer and weed. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that was... Uh, and that was... <clears throat> it was... I've been in Vancouver for, say, four years or something at that point, four or five years, and... Uh, and what year was this when you first started? Was it 2000? I think it was about 2000, 2000 when we started yeah. the first... Because well, we were living in the West End, right? Yeah, that's when true. You, yeah, so it's... We were we were wandering up Davy when the true love's proposal was made. <laughs> well, it's interesting. Just on the little pot subject, it's one of the few comics I've read where it's actually like there's you know a fair amount of pot smoking, and it's not like furry freak brothers, and it's like a bunch of Vancouverites that just go and smoke a lot of weed. And that's yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's just like you know, it's just it would just seem kind of wrong to do do the story sort of in the setting that we were doing it and not have there be you know pot smoke because it seemed like everybody you know everybody has a little decorative <laughs> thing on their coffee table that is where they keep their pot you know and it's like <laughs> except for all the cartoonists it doesn't seem to happen it's, much yeah the no. <laughs> it's, uh, it's true it's we're a bunch of uh well, Include myself in the status <laughs> of a cartoonist, that we're, uh, but the cartoonists don't seem to be a, a, a high living lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I was actually discussing with Ed whether we should like send promotional copies to like High Times magazine and things. Oh, did you? I haven't yet, but no, I mean you discussed yeah. it. Yeah, you thought it was a good idea. Doesn't hurt. Yeah, I thought, but I, I wondered. What I was wondering was if. They're expecting something furry freak brothers. <laughs> is it going to be a letdown if it's just like this sort of funny? It is, you know, funny comic, but not necessarily stoner humor, I guess. So, how does the relationship work between the two of you and the production aspect? Well, we we write it together, and then I do the drawing, and so we we sit down and. Uh, you know, we basically write it like page by page, like plan out a few, few pages, and then write it page by page, and focus mainly on the dialogue. And so we're sort of all just back and forth between us, um, trying to see what would work. But the second book, actually, we wrote that I think quite a lot differently from the first, where we actually had a plan where we were going to go. In the first one, we just Every day time. by day, da- practically day, we had it no idea yeah, where the story was, was going with the first just a one. Much more mm. general, and this one we did plan it out more. It's true, and I felt like I knew the characters better, so it was sort of easier to imagine what they would do and say. It was a lot of fun. How far do you plan to take the story, or will it be your uh, never-ending? Oh no, Hernandez <laughs> three volumes epic. <laughs> 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 yeah, we pictured it as three volumes. Um, you know, it's all. There's always so this is like the Empire Strikes Back, yeah. <laughs> and then we'll have spinoffs. Yeah, we we, the, we, we the have story of Herb. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, the appropriately named Herb. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Was that on purpose? Oh yeah, because his, his name is actually. My <laughs> <laughs> cat is uh, showing Jason some. Affection in an odd way, um. <laughs> and then I was also blanking out on my own. His name's actually 
Brian. Brian. Brian <laughs> with a Y. That's right. Yeah. Brian. Brian. And but he goes by her. It's funny, like, I was just reading that and reading the Brian with a Y. I'm like, you know, reading the Brian with the Y and having that's what the characters are saying. I don't know. I was having some kind of, like, odd, useless insight into why dialogue is spelled certain ways. Well, it, it does come out. We did, did definitely want it to be Brian with a Y. You know, it does have, when you're reading that, it does have a different... Uh, Highfalutin. Or, yeah. Now, one major theme of the book is, I guess, um, the challenge of relationships. Is that a good way of putting it? Like, not the upfront challenges, but the the underlying challenges that you don't talk about. And also, once you get past the romance... What do you do next? And you move in, can you still be happy? Can you? I don't know. <laughs> You'll have to read the book. <laughs> what makes a strong relationship? How do you keep that romance... Ah, oh, boy. That's a, <laughs> there's a brain twister. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we we don't... I was, there's, you know, people who are like, you know, a relationship, you really have to work at it. and uh, <laughs> we, Yeah, ours seems to come pretty easily. <laughs> you know, we roll along. It's not that much strife or... Like a self-cleaning oven. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Occasionally, you have to turn it up really high. It gets kind of steamy. <laughs> <laughs> that's the the romantic um, summarization of our relationship. It's like a self-cleaning oven. Wow, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm stunned and dumbfounded. <laughs> now, this book. Um, it's not out yet. It's going to be out when? It is out in stores June 3rd. June 3rd. From New Reliable Press. From New, Le- New Reliable Press. Whose offices is less than a block from my house. <laughs> That's right. So if I don't do this interview, Ed Brisson will come and beat me up. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's over there waiting for our phone call when <laughs> we leave. <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> He asked all the right questions. Yeah, I, I checked with him and you know found out what questions I should and shouldn't ask, and so we're just going to leave certain topics alone. <laughs> <laughs> and also on the same day from New Reliable Press is Yen's Yen's <laughs> 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 Atomic Heart, spelt with a J, spelt with a J, which is a really nice little science fiction story. Very uh, European looking. Very European looking, and like, uh, by this really. Disgustingly young artist. <laughs> <laughs> Are you filled with anger and contempt? Yeah, it's just when someone comes out of the gates with something that looks so nice, and you're like, and you're you're twenty or something like that. <laughs> you're twenty, and you're gonna be making some little appearances yourself, Jason. You're not coming out with no, any of these. No, sadly not. I'm in school, so I understand. <laughs> yes, yeah, so the book will actually be debuting at TCAF in Toronto, and so that's uh, May uh, 9th and 10th. May 9th and 10th? Are you going to be there? I will be there. Cool. In fact, it's uh, we're 
East Coast appearance. <laughs> <laughs> I make myself sound special, but it's going to be me walking around spending way too much money on comics. <laughs> It'll be fun. Yeah, that's a good show. Have you been? No, I haven't. Yeah, it's a really, really nice show. The the guest list is looking good though, so yeah. I'm excited. It's going to have Jason Turner, <laughs> <laughs> the most important guest. That's most right. important. So, um, do you think it's going to be as long for the third book? Is it going to be? I kind of feel like they're, I don't know, separate plots of times. So are we going to have a little break in the story and continue on again? Um, we've actually don't? started working on we the second. We have started working on or the third. The I mean, the, third <laughs> uh, the first one was so long ago. <laughs> yes, I've just been uh, much like I think with the second one. Actually, we started some writing on it, and then I just have a little trouble getting getting going on the drawing part. Getting the juices flaring. Yeah, I need well, a little rest. You are a pretty prolific cartoonist in yourself. For like you, lately you've been doing something every day on your website, right? Well, that's that's. <laughs> I have been actually two. I have had two uh, daily drawing projects um, in April. One is one is called another one hundred page project, and a few years back I had done a one hundred page project just bought a sketchbook that had uh, 100 pages and drew a couple of panels on each page and it would just it'd be whatever I just whatever sometimes it was still life drawings or trying to draw people or or just drawing stuff out of my head right now you're doing it it's a continuous story isn't it though oh and that's the other daily project that I'm doing right now which is just a a little continuing story basically a couple of guys walking along along a block of Toronto and uh, that one I'm doing in pencil crayon just to add to and <laughs> the I challenge say, <laughs> I love your pencil crayons that's one of my favorite things and I was talking to uh, Scott McLeod who is a big fan of your work as we all know about how you know great your pencil crayons are and how much we love seeing that it's really like oh that's I, I do get that feedback from people that they enjoy the pencil crayon but I haven't I haven't quite gotten there to do something to do a whole story and or like a more of a planned out story this one's really off the top of my head is <laughs> I just want to do something every day basically kind of pushing yourself yeah exactly. do you find any changes in technique once you're like trying to do a constant yeah it's like it's like doing things like 24 hour comics and stuff where I just it's just trying to get get the ideas down more than doing a really detailed uh, drawing, but it does sort of streamline the whole thing. Although then, on the other hand, doing it in pencil crayon slows it right back down. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of pencil crayons are you using? Uh, I'm not even sure. Prismacolor, maybe? Nothing special? No, it's like a, Something a, a, a kid pack kid that... Well, there, yeah, there are some some Laurentians also mixed in there. That's what I always had back in grade school. I mean, that it's good. So I know that you know number ten is brown and number seven <laughs> is blue, peacock blue, peacock blue. <laughs> and what makes it a peacock blue? Isn't there like a range of colors in a peacock? Yeah, yeah like green and yeah. I wonder mm-hmm. who decides which what, blue what? is that peacock's blue. How would the peacock feel? <laughs> I mean, what if it's a more green of a peacock? You know, they have a lot of green on them too, don't they? They do. Yeah. There you go, <laughs> peacock. Um, and then you are doing a launch that 
you'll be at, Medina? I'm doing a launch. Well, you, are you going to be at the launch? In oh, yes. May, yes. at the end of May, at Lucky's College. May 23rd, 23rd at yes. Lucky's. <laughs> it's a Saturday, so that's... Yeah, and... Uh, I'll be there drunk. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> and and we're, go- we're going to actually have... Uh, it's also for Jan's Atomic Jan's. <laughs> Um And and actually, I, I just heard today from Ed that um, also at the launch is going to be a new issue of Cloudscape Comics. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, the uh, Colin Upton's in local that. anthology yeah, with lots of Phil Barrett's in it. Oh, okay. he's got two huge pages. Maybe he'll come back from Ireland to <laughs> Phil. We miss you. Do we miss Phil? We do miss Phil. He's one of our jams. I saw I saw him on on the Facebook, and <laughs> was and was going to uh, cry and beg him to come back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's got to be more work here than Ireland. <laughs> That's right. Oh, but I was going to say, at the launch, there's going to be um, two beers oh, that Ed's right. having made. And so I'm there's going to be Jan's Atomic Ale and uh, Brew Love's Stout. A stout. Do you like a stout, Eddie? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. You guys had a choice of the type of beer? Well, Ed, Ed was asking, and we were like, <coughs> we were pushing for the darker, the heavier. No raspberry beer for you? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no loggers, no uh, fruity tooties. <laughs> What's wrong with the fruity tootie? It's my favorite thing. We go to Surrey sometimes, and I get this jug of raspberry beer. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, beer. Now I have a question. This is totally off topic. I haven't gotten around to reading it yet, but I know you were excited by the um, big numbers number three. I was. And? And, uh, I don't know, it just felt like such a, a little present from the internet, you know? <laughs> 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 uh, like, it's just so unexpected that that would, that, that it's been around for all these years and somehow has not been in regular circulation, you know? And I'm a complete, uh, nerd for Alan Moore stuff, so... Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, uh, to to have that something that you thought you'd never see, just suddenly appear. It was like it blew my mind. Manna from heaven. Yeah, and it was nice. Yeah, it was funny. It was it was uh, you know kind of crappy copies, but yeah, but they're all. I guess what was it? It was. It seemed like it was a, like a f- probably like a photocopy of somebody's photocopy or something. Pretty much. Yeah, a lot was lost in the translation, maybe. Yeah, I think Eddie Campbell actually. Or somebody posted some uh, comparisons. comparisons from the actual artwork to uh, what was being posted, and it was pretty substantive. Yeah, pretty deteriorated. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're whole fully painted panels, so. Yeah. One thing I wanted to ask about in collaboration was last year for the Ink Studs art show back in January, you guys collaborated on a piece. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as people might not know, in addition to being a talented comics writer, Manin is also highly skilled at making furniture and uh, fences and things like that. <laughs> and so Basically, she takes care of the house while you... She builds stuff. <laughs> yeah. While well, you color with pencil. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. I guess that's why our relationship works. <laughs> you both have very established roles. That's right. I walk up and down the hill to buy stuff, and when he builds furniture. <laughs> um, but when when uh, I heard about that, when you told me about the show, and uh, I asked if people were just like posting, like putting up comic pages. And something in your answer sort of suggested, well, a few people are, but kind of don't really want that. So I was trying to think of something sort of different to do. And it was just like one day I was walking to work and sort of rolling ideas around my head. And I'd always sort of liked the idea of doing sculptural comics. And then I had this idea to do one in wood. And I'm like, oh, but how could I put it together? And then <laughs> this light bulb went off. Wait, there's someone in my household <laughs> <laughs> who can build things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so and so it was it was all wood that we had. It's all recycled wood. Yeah, it's all wood I already had. So we just rummaged through. It was one of my favorite pieces of the show. Yeah, I was really happy with how it came out. It yeah, did it fall off the wall once. <laughs> <laughs> it was heavy. <laughs> it was, was kind of heavy, yeah. It was made out of wood. Yeah. Is this something you'd like to try again? Or do you think it worked because of the concept? Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm always interested to return to something like that. I don't know whether I would... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I, I... I've always tried to wrap my head around sculptural comics, but not like that where it's just like a three-dimensional panel, but actually having, say, three... I'm making gestures with my hands. <laughs> 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 say three separate, like, in-the-round sculptures that somehow you tell, know, a, tell story. a story, you know? Um, Kid Koala is doing weird stuff like that, where he's setting up these little... Um, or I think someone's helping with setting up these little displays and then fl- photographing that and making a comic out of that. Really? Yeah. Wow. So that sounds really interesting. Like I've seen some pictures and they look really nice. Yeah, and I've, I've seen pictures too of... I, there was a show in Seattle, I think, where it was all sort of these 3D kind of comics, but it was... The ones that I saw anyways were still sort of very much sort of reproducing a panel as a as a little sculpture. And not to forget, fellow Guelfer, you're from Guelph, right? That's right. Seth. His town. It's true. Have you seen his town at all? Mm-hmm. It's beautiful constructed cardboard, finely painted, and set up this whole city, Dominion Canada, and it's this stereotypical nineteen fifties Canadiana city yeah, and he makes up all the different Everything. stores, and like he's gotten into like the history of the town. And well, now his comics, now, all the comics I think he's doing now, all kind of relate to that town, and kind of take place in different parts of that town. So, like Clyde fans is from that town and stuff. So it's interesting. Yeah, maybe I'll see him when I'm back in Guelph. <laughs> Go, go and hunt him go down. Hang it, Seth. <laughs> hey there, chap. <laughs> well, he will be at TCAF as well. True. He'll be like, hey, man, come on. Have the Guelph, the Guelph brother out. He'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lift back to my mom's place. <laughs> Guelph can't be that big a town, can it? Uh, it's like a hundred-something thousand. 
It's uh, it's always funny because in when I went moved from Guelph to Toronto, everyone was like, sort of would snicker, oh Guelph, it's like small town. But if it was in BC, it would be something like the third biggest city. <laughs> it would be <laughs> like Nanaimo. <laughs> exactly. It would. So it's just it's just that it's in the southern Ontario. Well, it can't be very many cartoonists from Guelph. Uh, Nick Crane's from Guelph. Oh. The guy who did Dishman, John McLeod, he's from Guelph. Wow. There's some other people I know. Scott Mooney. There's a few there, anyways. But none are as good as Jason Turner. <laughs> <laughs> well, Seth, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming and taking the time to sit down with me today, guys. And look forward to the book. True Loves too. I enjoyed it, and I think you guys, listeners, will too. Uh, actually, last year, was it last? No, a year before last, you guys got some library attention. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. true. The uh, One Book, One Vancouver uh, Award, I guess it is. We were nominated for it. Um, I think it was that was the first graphic novel to be nom- nominated, so that was pretty exciting. We didn't win. Bridesmaid, never a bride. <laughs> <That's Yeah>. Right, <laughs> but uh, it was cool, and it, and it was since it was, they were looking for a very specific, specifically Vancouver story. So that was nice that someone was sort of clicking into that aspect of the comic, since it is such a big element. It is, and if people want to see what Vancouver really looks like, and kind of you know get an idea of what the movies are ripping off then (laughs) (laughs) take a look that's right and also you're in the um, Dungeons and Dragons-esque fantasy anthology right the um, Elf World Elf World which came out last year yeah I think that went the long delayed yeah started by Jeffrey Brown and then it sort of got lost for a while and someone else came in and picked it up and finished it um, yeah, that was actually a story I wrote with my brother, Jody Turner. And uh, hello, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. It was a very goofy story. I also had things in Ed's anthologies. You, you ain't, ain't no, no dancer. dancers. All uh, three? Uh, no, just the second and third one. Oh, denied from the first. <laughs> <laughs> she went cat away. <laughs> um. Excellent, and they can, people can check that out newreliable.com and jasonturnerproject.com Correct Correct. And do you have a website, Minnie? I don't <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Maybe I'll make one There we go Of your woodwork project <laughs> <laughs> And I will post a picture of that uh, sculpture so people can see oh, it Oh, cool Because I think it's uh, very interesting So, Thank you so much, guys All right Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you. And up next is the uh, French Connection. No, I can't forget this evening Or your faces you were leaving But I guess that's just the way the story goes You always smile, but in your eyes your sorrow shows Yes, it shows No, 